I know. Okay, so is everybody, did everybody love the Enneagram stuff? That was so fun today. So I'm a nine, and we seek for like, where's my nines? Okay, my nines are like, we're here, but we don't make anyone uncomfortable by screaming too loud, and we're really worried about everybody else, and I stuck my hand up in front of someone, and she can't see, and I feel really guilty about that. So anyway, I bring that up because um, there is something about Melissa that is just so comforting and wonderful. And um, the very first time I ever saw her, she was cleaning the infamous brush cleaner video. Anybody ever see her brush cleaner video? And I was like, I have to know that person. I just have to know her. She's just this beautiful goddess. So anyway, got to know her and she's just so wonderful, you guys. Melissa, um, I can't, (laughs) I I had trouble putting this together because I'm like, what do I even want to say about her? She's so talented. She's so genuine. Um, She has done a lot of work with professional makeup lines. She is a teacher. She's a leader. She um, will just, her wealth of knowledge is incredible, and she is absolutely a gift to everybody that she's around. I'm so glad that she's teaching this class today. You guys are going to learn so much. She is a wonderful mother. She's got her little baby in tow. You've probably (laughs) seen two babies in tow, actually, let's be honest, super mom. Um, Thank you so much, Melissa, for doing this for all of us. We're going to learn so much today. So give her a big hand. Here she is. Hello, welcome. How's everybody doing today? Good? You feeling good? You excited? You having fun? Good, me too. So excited. I got to like shake the jitters out. So welcome. Um, as she said, I'm Melissa Coverly. I'm a professional makeup artist. I've been doing this for over a decade. I do uh, weddings and uh, events every weekend, and it is my passion. I love helping women feel more confident, whether that is just their, that's their special day, um, or they are just, um, they just want to feel more beautiful and have a makeup lesson. So I'm going to talk to you about eyeshadow, and um, I just have this little quote that it said that eyes are the window to the soul. We've all heard that, Uh, but they're my favorite feature to accentuate because um, they are just so bright, and they're the first thing that most of us look at when we meet someone. Um, So that's my favorite thing to talk about and to uh, train on. So... First of all, too, I just want to say that I'm going to really blow through this slideshow because the bulk of this class I want to be visual and I want you to see me demonstrating. So don't worry about taking notes. I'm going to upload this to the mag after uh, because we just don't have a lot of time. And um, I will be taking questions at the end if we have time. So if you can please hold your questions till the end so that we can make the most efficient use of our time. So I'm going to be going over eye shapes, uh, and really I like to say eye types because there are, it's not always about an eye shape, it's just the way that our eyeballs fit in our head and the way that the skin uh, lays on top of that. So that affects the way that we do makeup artistry. We're going to talk a teeny bit about color theory, uh, what colors to use, and then your brushes and tools, which are so important. So the biggest thing I would like to impart as well, if you don't learn anything else today, is that there are really no rules. I am not a huge fan of rules. I know you want someone to give you rules and tell you what to put on every eye shape and what colors to use, but 
um, I want you to think of these more as guidelines that can be really useful in the most flattering look for your clients. Um, I don't want you to get stuck on a certain eye shape the same way we don't want to be stuck on a certain face shape and doing something the same way. So don't ever let anyone tell you that you can't wear something because, of, because you have a hooded eye or because you're over 50 you can't wear glitter. How many have heard that before? Um, I, I think that's really uh, not true. There's a little truth in some of those things, but I think if you love it and you feel confident, if you want to wear blue lipstick, do it and rock it. Um, but makeup to me is all about self-expression and creativity, and it's a form of art. And so I want you to express that in your makeup and to help your clients express that for them. Um, so I'm really, I'm going to breeze through these and we'll talk about it in the practical uh, portion. So for hooded uh, eyes or a monolid, that is what it's called uh, when someone is typically of Asian descent and they don't have an actual crease at all. Um, you really want to make sure that you're highlighting inner corners of the eye, um, but not so much that you are... Um, just making complete white space all over. What you want to do is create the illusion of a crease, um, and we'll talk about that in just a second. Uh, you want to make sure that it's, uh, the color is actually visible when the eyes are open. So you actually want to go above the crease for a hooded eye uh, so that it doesn't disappear when you open your eyes. Um, and then another beautiful look for a hooded eye, simple look, or a mono lid is to actually do liner or darkest shadow all the way across the lash line and then blend it up for a gradient effect. And so that when the eyes are open, that lash line is really dark and full, but the, uh, you can still see the color above. So we'll talk about that as well. Also, um, these are just the most common challenges, so I put them first that everyone comes to me with. So mature skin or loose skin, that you don't necessarily have to be mature to have a little bit crepier or looser eyelid skin. Um, similar to the way that we do hooded eyes, I would like to see you focus on matte shades um, because what we don't want is to draw attention to that crepiness or wrinkliness. Um, but don't be afraid to use a subtle shimmer, especially just right on the very ball of your lid. So if you feel actually where your iris is, right in the middle there, that is where um, you can just pop a little shimmer, but you're not putting it all in where the wrinkles are. Does that make sense? And then I always want to see you angle your shadow in the outer corner, angle it upwards. So if that means you have to put a brush here or a card or a piece of tape and angle it upward and outward, that's going to lift and open an eye that may be drooping a little bit or sagging. Just write your questions down if you have them because I'll get to them at the end. Um, close set eyelids, eyelids and, and uh, wide set, it's... It's the same thing as highlighting and contouring when we talk about the face. With a closed set eye, we really want to, um, we want to make the eyes, well, first of all, let me just say, as I say in all my classes, check in with your client first and, make, and find out what their concerns are. You do not want to walk up to them and say, whoa, your eyes are really close together, you look a little cross-eyed, and we're going to change that, okay? Um, or the wow, they're really wide set. You look like it's like not you know from Earth. Like let's change that. So we don't want to give someone a, a complex the same way that we don't just go in and start contouring everyone's nose or jawline because 
that's not, um, that may not even be a concern and now you have made them really self-conscious about it, okay? So always be checking in with your client first to find out what challenges they may be having and what features they want to accentuate and maybe which ones they kind of want to downplay a little bit. Um, but when you see that their eyes to you are appearing a little bit close set or a little bit wide set, to balance that out, we're just gonna put lighter in the inner corners um, for a close set and keep the dark or mid shade at the outer corner because that's visually going to bring the eye outwards, upwards and outwards. For wide set, which is not as common, um, you definitely don't want to go in and put too much light in the inner corner because it makes all that space, it's bringing it forward and making it look even wider. So uh, a wide set eye is kind of one of the only shapes that I think can actually go a little heavier with a darker eye color, a little further in. Normally for most people, I always say the easiest thing to do to never uh, no fail eyeshadow look is just light in the inner corner, dark in the outer corner. If that's all you know, it pretty much works for everyone. But wide set eyes can benefit from taking that uh, a little further in because they've got so much space at the bridge of their nose. Uh, same thing for downward turn and up upward turn. This isn't either as common, um, but you'll know it when you see it, that their eyes actually will slant this way or that way. Um, and I didn't pull pictures because I didn't want to like put pictures up here of celebrities and just make, like, make it really complicated and be like, this is, a, this, is this kind of eye. Um, but same thing, you really want to keep the darker shadow with a downturn eye to the outer lid because again, we want to lift upward and outward. So always be angling anything that way. With an upward turn, it says this shake, this shape can benefit from uh, more intense color. Most people, I tell you, don't go so heavy all the way around with liner or um, eyeshadow because it's just going to close your eyes in. But for an upward turned eye, they can benefit from more of that at the outer corner there. Um, deep set and prominent set. Um, these are, with deep set, they naturally have, a, their eyes are further back in their skull, okay? So they have a natural crease. Again, they may not care or have the need to um, downplay that. It's, it's actually really beautiful. But if you, they can benefit from a lot of the lighter shade in that crease because, again, it's going to bring that forward. So same thing with highlighting and contouring. You're just playing with light and shadows and the way that they balance the eye. Um, and then with prominent eyelids, I think mine are, like, they're kind of bulgy, like they just, they kind of bulge out a little bit, like you can see the under uh, eyelid a lot. And um, you can start with a medium shade all over, and you can actually put a darker shade just in the middle to not accentuate that full roundness. Instead, it's accentuating right here. Um, I'm gonna try to demo some of this. Obviously, I can't get to every single one of these techniques. We need like a whole day class for that. Maybe next year. Anybody want like a whole, like all day on eye, on yeah, on makeup? Not not for me necessarily, but yeah, next year. <laughs> there will be. <laughs> thank you. There will be more practical classes next year because you guys have asked for it. So always be giving them their feedback on that. Um, we're just gonna keep going. We're gonna keep going. I've thrown these up here that mascara have provided. Again, you can get these in HQ. 
um, to demonstrate some of these techniques, but I have them on here just so I can kind of point to them later if I need to. Uh, these are also, when we talk about color theory, these are also on the MAG, on the HQ. You've probably seen them on Instagram. There's lots of places to get these resources. But again, with color, don't hesitate to experiment with different tones and textures. So if you've always used shimmer, you've never used matte, start playing around with, with that or vice versa um, because you don't want to get stuck in a rut and you might really find something that you love or that your customers love. Um, think about if you are wanting to emphasize a certain feature or eye color, do you want to brighten it? Do you want to contrast it? Um, there's not, there is no wrong way. So just because your eyes are blue and orange happens to be opposite on the color wheel, yes, the warm colors are going to pop blue eyes like crazy, but it also works for every eye color. Um, it doesn't mean that's the only thing you can do with blue. Um, blue will also also looks great, these are blurry, I'm sorry, but blue also looks great with the other complementary colors. So putting other shades of blue um, next to it are, is also beautiful. Um, tools, okay, so make the most of these techniques. If you do not have every single brush that we make, you, you need to be. Uh, you need to have every tool because they all have a different job. And I'll be demonstrating that as well. Sorry, I'm already losing my voice. It's been a crazy weekend already, right? Um, eyeshadow Everything is my favorite for beginners because they cannot mess it up. This uh, fluffy brush, you can literally stick it in their crease, even if they don't have a crease. You feel around the eyeball. This is what Kara calls the windshield wiper. Feel, like, stick it in there gently. Um, <laughs> Feel for the eyeball and done. You can, be, you can do one color and done, and you have color above the crease. Um, another thing is, I said this in my other class the other day, always, a um, little pro tip, always hold your brushes back here. It will give you a lighter touch. Um, any pro artist, if you watch or see them with celebrities, they are uh, um, painters. I started out doing this because I was a painter. My grandmother was a painter, always taking art classes, and this is how you're instructed to hold your brush. You don't want to be coming in here. I see a lot of people just getting in there with their fingers up here, and you, will, you can jab your clients in the eye. So hold it back here. Swipe it through there with the windshield wiper, um, and you'll be good to go. Um, so beginners love this because they can't mess it up. Blend and Tap is much more concentrated. Um, so is Multitasker. So anytime you want a lot of pack a lot of pigment, uh, Blend and Tap is going to pack that on there and give more concentrated color. So again, this is a little easier for beginners because the eyeshadow everything because it's fluffy and it's not gonna pick up as much product. So fluffy brushes, uh, lightly pick up product, dense brushes, pick up denser product. Um, I love Multitasker because you can use it for, obviously we know lips, eyes, but you can spray it with your stay spray. You can also spray your hotline brush or your know your angles brush if you have it. With Stay Sprayer Water, dip a little bit into your um, darker eyeshadow, can be any color, and actually uh, tight line, which I will try to get to if we have time, which means to just stamp it underneath the eyelashes into um, the actual lash line, not into the water line, so that it doesn't run into their eye, but it gives the lashes a really full and defined look. And I'm gonna um, pull up Keja, are you over here? And um, Heather, okay. 
I wish I could have every single one of you come up here and be a model, but again, there is not a lot of time. And so also for this portion, I realized that um, our lovely camera operator will be blocking some of your view from there, but it doesn't matter because you're going to be able to see on here. This here, yep. Uh, because I want you to be able to see really closely. And, um, and then this is just kind of shorting in and out, so sorry. There we go, trip over that. Let's make sure it is on. Oh, and yeah, turn that on. Oh, we're sideways. That's okay. Now we're upside down. There we go, okay. Um, so feel free to zoom in. Uh, I'll just boss you around until, you know, where to go. But everybody can, can see um, Keja's eyes, so we'll have her get a little bit closer, but watch your screen because you're not gonna be able to see from where you're sitting, obviously. Um, and I'm gonna need <laughs> And I have no idea where we're at on time because I didn't start the timer. Okay, 20 minutes. Okay, so um, Kasia, I picked Kasia because she has a beautiful hooded lid. I will say it's, it's really not a true full hood. I can still see a tiny bit of her lid, but it's mostly hooded. So I wanted to demonstrate on this because it's the most uh, common challenge I hear about, whether you are 20 or you are 60. Um, it's really common. Keja is so gorgeous. She owns a bakery called the Chocolate in Orem, right? So you need to go see her if anybody Utah girls here. It is so yummy. Brought us lots of cookies. Okay, so look down for me, Keja, and then look right at the camera so they can see. So do you see when her eyes are open? Look right at the camera for me. You can't see her eyeshadow, right? It's, her lid is fully, almost fully obscured. That's what a hooded lid is. And um, I'm just going to literally take one of my favorite colors, which is Bubba, because it's a great matte brown. Almost everyone can wear it. Uh, fluffy um, eyeshadow everything brush. Swirl it in your Bubba. I'm literally going to, let's try to come up a little bit higher so we can be looking down on her eye. There we go. I'm gonna take it, kind of get a lot of my product off right in that outer corner and um, sweep it over towards her crease. So I'm literally going to go back and forth, what we talked about, the windshield wiper, right in her crease, kind of doing this at a weird angle. Um, okay, so now open, Keja. So now you can see that color. I'm gonna go a little bit darker because it won't translate on camera. I'm gonna go in with some Zion and um, get right in here. Back and forth, I'm coming up a little bit higher. Okay, so even if that's all you do, if you literally are putting one color on, um, look down for me, Keja, let's take a look. Do you see how that color pops? Um, even if that's all that you do and you have two seconds to put shadow on, it's a little bit on the lid, but it's mostly in the crease, okay? Um, you can even then take a, I'm gonna take a brighter color, so I'm gonna go in with shimmer for her. I love some goldie with the other end of the fluffy, of the um, small end of the, mold. I'm Eyeshadow. saying all the brushes wrong, you guys. Eyeshadow everything, just to make that pop a little bit. 
um, right on the ball of her um, eyelid. And then I'm just going to take something bright. You can do Sabrina. I'm just going to go hard and do Unicorn because I want it to pop on the camera here. So I'm, anytime you're photographing anything, um, all, you're always going to have to put a little bit more definition on. So we can see that Unicorn just pops right in that inner corner there. So literally, if you take two colors, take a mid-tone like Bubba, Zion, maybe Bright Eyes, or the new cream shadow that we got, um, and sweep it all in there. And then take a lighter color in the inner corner. Like I said, almost any eye shape can benefit from that. So something like Sabrina, um, and then something warmer in the crease and outer corner. But then if you want, anytime you want to accentuate more drama, you can take, just add a darker color. So I'm gonna take Philly. And let's, how about we turn, I'm going to turn you. That would be easier for Heather. There we go. Okay. So look down for me. I'm taking the small end of the um, eyeshadow everything. I'm tapping some filly just right at that outer corner in a V shape. So can you see this V right here at the outer corner of her eye? Does everybody see this? Um, and how far out you want that wing to go is up to you. Not wing, but that V, that corner, that's up to you how dramatic you want it to go. This can look really scary and dark, but as you'll see, let's look at the camera, Kasia. Um, I'm gonna blend it a little bit because I went way out there. Um, it, it actually accentuates her, you can really see her um, shadow now actually above her lash line, but we're gonna blend that a little bit. I know I'm just right in front of her. So again, eyeshadow everything. If you're new to shadow, start with that bad boy because it does all the things and you can't mess it up. I'm not going to do anything on her lower lash line. I just, for sake of time uh, for this, look up for me. I just got Philly all over here. So um, always tap your brush off like this on either your palette, on your arm, on, not touching your arm, but on something. Don't ever blow on your brush. I see a lot of people do this, but you could actually then spit on your brush and then put it on your client. Nobody needs that happening, okay? So don't do that. Let's all not do that. Um, okay, um, and you can actually, look down for me, you can actually take the multitasker or the bend and tap or the most pigmented, a clean finger right on the ball of the eyelid to get those shimmers to really pop. I'm just going to Go a little heavier so that you guys can see, okay? So what I want, put your chin back for me and then turn this way. Just bossing everybody around. Um, I want you to, the color with a hooded eye, I want it to almost be behind where her lashes are. So look up. You see where her lashes kind of frame that? Um, so that's where you want your color. It's a good guide. You don't want to go all the way up to her brow bone. But if roughly, depending on their eye shape, about the width of this brush, that's kind of where you want to stop. You want to leave about that much space between where your color stops and your brow bone is, okay? Um, so look down again for me. I'm just going to, just so they can really see. A little bit more Zion right here. Okay, so, okay. Great, that looks... So great. Okay. Everybody feel good about that? Does that make does that feel good? Okay. So I'm not gonna do your other eye because okay. I'm going to call. Where is um, Jesse's mom? I saw you. Come up here, beautiful. 
if we have time. I think we have time. Somebody tell me how much time we have. 20 minutes. Yes. Okay. Sorry, Cage. You can handle the other eye. I believe in you. Okay. Okay. I just want to demonstrate as, as many different types. Hello, lovely. Tell me your first, is it Pam? Pam yes. Okay. Have a seat. Pam is gorgeous. Is she not? Stunning. I literally thought she was Jesse's sister. Do you guys know Jesse? Um, okay. So let's turn towards uh, Miss Heather here. Um, she volunteered. I did not, um, yes. I did not necessarily, uh, I think she just has a beautiful eye. So, but the other most common challenge I have, um, and the most, the majority of my clients, are uh, women over 50, and they just struggle with um, a little bit more, either it's a hooded eye or uh, crepier skin or looser skin, and so I wanted to demonstrate that for you as well. Just need like a little bit. There's a lot of us out there. <laughs> there is, and it's my favorite, favorite um, skin type to work on as we talk about all the time. With a cream makeup, of course, we all know how beautiful it is. But for eyeshadow, I love it so much. Okay, so um, do you have a little bit of something on? I it's okay. Do. It won't affect what we're doing. Okay, good. So as I said, do you like shimmer? Do you wear shimmer? Do you stick? What are you? What's I your? Steer clear of it. Okay. Because someone's skin. always told you not to do it, right? Okay. So um, and that's okay. And if she doesn't like it, that is totally um, totally cool. I had Arabian Nights on yesterday. Ooh. Okay. Something else. Great. Okay. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna start with mattes and then we'll show you um, what to do. So the quickest thing, as you saw, let's see your eye shape. So she's not really hooded at all, but same technique of I'm gonna go in with some Bubba. Um, ooh, there we go, is that, a, is that a better contrast? Okay, I'm gonna have you turn towards the camera and then, yeah, there we go. Um, so I'm gonna go in with some Bubba and just because I'm at a weird angle, it's harder for me to do the windshield wiper, but we're gonna, Creep it over here. Same thing in the crease there. Thought about it. We can try it. We can try it. It's not going to fall off the stage here. Okay. Um, I could do the other eye, but then I'm reaching over her. Oh, that's good. Better. Is that better? Okay. We'll just give equal equal treatment to both sides here. Yeah. So, because I'm left-handed, so this is much easier. So I'm like such a weird angle. So I'm just going above the crease a little bit. Um, another thing you could do is um, to take our lovely spiced cream shadow. Anybody get it yesterday? Yes. It's kind of like um, bright eyes, but cream version. I'm going to knock this table over. Okay. And I know I'm going in with a clean hand, finger, um, but you can also take your multitasker brush, big end of multitasker, right in. Sorry, I forgot my little puff. And I'm tapping it right on. I like that it's really almost a drier cream, so it, you're not just going to sink your brush into it the way you would with, let's say, illuminator. I love this because it is a soft shimmer. So if you have a, a client with mature skin that's a little afraid to wear shimmer, make sure to clarify to them that there's a difference between shimmer or a sheen 
and glitter, okay? We're not putting Graceland all over. Um, she can, but we're not doing, that's not what we're doing today. Um, so clarify, because a lot of times they think, they see that, that it looks glittery in the tin, but when you get it on the eye, it's really not. Um, so I'm just putting that, I'm pulling it, I'm starting um, in the outer corner, I'm pulling it towards me, okay? So whatever your dominant hand is, you're reaching across her face and pulling it this way. So that's one color. She could literally open for us and look right at the camera. She could literally wear that and be done, right? It's beautiful. So don't feel like you have to put on four or five shades, okay? We all know we want to sell all of the shades to our customers, right? But don't overwhelm them. Um, show them what is duplicatable because if you do that, just like with the foundation, if you help them love it and feel that they can, this is something they can do on a daily basis, then they will come back and buy all of the shadows. Every, has anybody had that happen before? They are afraid to jump in and then they just go for it. Then you can take, um, just because my multitasker is dirty, I'm gonna go in with the um, linen tap and I'm gonna go in with the tangled, which is the, uh, the lighter cream shadow that we have. It's kind of like Rome. Just right in this inner corner and I'm going to come around your camera here. Over to about midway on the lid. Okay, so see how that popped a little bit? And you guys can come up and look at them after if you want to see up close. Um, and that's it. Two shades. They're both cream. They can stick them in their compact. They won't break. They're great. Beautiful. Um, but my favorite thing to teach is... Um, and I don't have my stay spray with me, but I'm going to improvise. I'm gonna take a little bit of cola. Who here uses cola for eyeliner? Yes? So um, I'm never gonna promise that it is um, waterproof. So I don't like to put it on the bottom lash line because it might run a little. Everybody has different issues with that, okay? There's my puff. Okay, another pro tip. I always use a puff. Um, this is just a powder puff. Um, I use this on my pinky finger. I couldn't find it earlier. So when I'm working on her, I'm not laying my hand on her face. Can oh. we see this, Heather? Oh, isn't that so good? Okay, I didn't come up with that. That was a tip I learned from famous makeup artists. Um, so it's sanitary reasons, but also you can buy these at the drugstore. Um, but also you're not smearing her makeup that you've just done all of her beautiful foundation, okay? I'm going to come, let's see where I want to be. I'm going to take my um, um, brow brush. You can do this with stay spray and a little bit of um, your darker shadows like Salem, Coal, Trust, even a plum color, a navy. I did this with denim the other day. But cola, I'm going to do this just so I don't have water up here. Um, I'm putting it on my uh, brow brush. I'm going to place my pinky with the puff right on her cheek. I'm going to anchor my hand on her forehead. And I'm going to gently lift her lid with my um, thumb. So look down for me, Pam. And Heather, if you want to come down, yes, close and like that. Perfect. So we're going to go from underneath her lash line. And I'm going to lift. This is called tight lining, OK? This is a great angle, I know. Super creepy. Um, Tight lining is not where you take a, an eyeliner and rub it all in your eyeball. That's not what that is. It's going to transfer. It can irritate your eye. 
We're actually going to go, I'm just gonna gently lift her eye. I'm literally going to place it in the very root of her lashes. So I'm literally stamping it in. Let's get real close in there, Heather. And do you see where that is not on that fleshy pink membrane? It's not going to run in her eye if her eyes tear, okay? So you can do this with waterproof liner products. Um, let's see. And do it again. We're just going to stamp it all the way across. And you can blink, Miss Pam. You don't have to keep your eyes open the whole time. Um, and I'm only doing this because it is so transformative and we have the time. But what the reason I'm starting here first is that a lot of clients I find really overuse eyeliner. So I see them go really heavy with black eyeliner, and it's particularly with a hooded eye or with mature skin. Um, eyeliner can just really drag the eyes down, and instead we want to lift and open. So the reason I'm showing you this, and as opposed to traditional liner on the top, let's get close and come, let's see if we can come straight on and see the difference in the two eyes. Probably can't see it too well on there, but you can come up and look after. This eye is filled in underneath, so it makes her lash line look thicker and fuller, but there's actually no product on her lash line that's going to transfer to the top, and it's not taking up space on her lid. So if you have a hooded eye or something droopy, it's not taking up extra space and all you see is black. It's just definition. Look right at the camera, yep. Okay, perfect. There we go, the lens. Okay, see the difference? Do you see the line? Then you can take a very thin line on the very top. Um, look down for me, Pam. Right, still kind of in that lash line. So, and you can really, you know, you can use a lot of different things, but I'm showing you how to use cola because I think if you apply it right, I haven't experienced it really transferring. Okay, so now look at the camera, Pam. You see the difference, how defined this lash line is? Um, and I haven't just smeared liner all over her face. So if you have someone that's either afraid to use liner, um, this is a really easy way to make their eyes pop, or maybe they're overusing liner and you wanna show them a little bit more toned down way to use it. All right. Um, so I'm actually gonna leave the other eye undone to, so that you guys can see the difference after if you want. Um, let's see, look straight at me. And look down and over here. Just gonna go all the way over, but not in her actual um, tear line, okay? Then, if you really wanna get crazy, how much time we have? Anybody? All right. Um, let me see your eye color, Pam. All right, I'm gonna get I'm gonna get crazy. I'm gonna go in with some as if. Because I wanna show you, a lot of people are afraid to use color. So a fun way to use color, I would not just throw as if, bright purple eyeshadow on anyone, but I wanna bring off a gold flex in her eye, the green flex in her eye. So look down for me. And, or just look at, have it perfect, right in the camera. And then look down. Um, I'm gonna take that right over on the top where we did that liner and smudge it in here. Okay, so um, let's see, I'm gonna get it a little cleaner. 
But now her eye really pops. It looks very clean, very tasteful. It's very Parisian um, without doing a smoky eye all over. Um, I was trained by a makeup artist from Paris, so it's my favorite thing. Look down for me. And that angled brush will help you get a perfect line. It'll also help you get a cat eye if you really want one. Let's see, look right at me, Pam. Okay, beautiful. I'm gonna leave it like that for now. I realize there are a million different techniques, so there's no right way to do this, but um, let's, let's have some time for questions. So I know I didn't get to go over everything, but yes. Yeah, because they're both small and set deep inside her skull, right? So um, again, what will really help with that is what I was just demonstrating, actually placing your, let's spin around Heather because we're closer, placing your pinky on her cheekbone, other hand on her forehead, and actually lifting her eye. I know, let's do it on Pam, let's show them again. Um, place your finger here. Um, we'll have her look down, okay? So this is the most important thing. If she's looking at you, you can't get eyeliner in there. If she's looking up, you can't get it in there. Especially when you're tight lining, you gotta look down so that you can lift her eyelid, okay? So just keep having them look at the floor. And then um, when you lift, look at the floor, Pam, thank you. Um, you will be able to get liner in there. That said, there are some, and underneath, Oh, underneath, okay. If you're doing liner on the bottom, it's the opposite. Have them look up so that eye is bulging and you can get it on there, okay? Um, I lost my train of thought. Yes, Pam. I might have missed it because I came in late. No, it's fair. I have a lot of natural purple under my okay. eyelashes. And I'm not seeing it, but well, go on. Well, I put dark shadow underneath. Okay. Is that a yes or a no? It's not a no. But it's not my favorite. If you have dark circles, a lot of times not only will putting product underneath literally fall down and make the dark circles appear worse and darker, um, but what, you don't, you have it on now? Yes. Well, you did a good job. It's not too dark, because I didn't notice it, okay? So something mid-tone. I love to take, on all my brides and bridesmaids, I love to take something like bright eyes or um, a shadow, smudge it all the way around instead of doing eyeliner because it's less pigmented, it's a little smudgier, a little smokier, sultrier, it's not a harsh line, okay? Yes? So, I have oily eyelids, uh -huh. and I'm having a problem with like, the cream eyeshadows that I really want to try. Okay, um, so the cream, our cream eyeshadows, like I said, are still not as creamy as most on the market, so I do love them. Um, I always recommend, recommend an eyeshadow primer, which I'm sure we will have soon enough. Um, but until we do, there's one I recommend. And there's a, if there's a list of things that I'm using, that I use in my Pro Kit, I will link that on the mag for you guys as a little extra treat. Um, I love the Laura Mercier eyeshadow primer. It's my favorite because it's tinted and um, your shadow will not budge. So whether it's cream or powder, it's going to make sure that it doesn't move. Won't crease. Yes. Yes, ma'am. They're a little coarser. Um, again, you can. It's all about your hand placement, I promise. When you get it down, you want to anchor your hands there. You want to lift their lid. And you're not, um, you're not stabbing, okay? And you're not, you're not swiping an eyeliner pencil, right? That won't work. When their eyelash extensions are so coarse, 
you are stamping. So I want you to press and wiggle. So on Pam, look down for me. Let me get in there. So I'm literally press it in, push through those lashes, and wiggle like that. See that? So it's going to push through. It will also help if your product that you're using is a little thinner. So you might try it with water and shadow or stay spray and shadow. Um, okay, let's take some from this side. Yes, ma'am. Glasses. Okay, I love this topic. How many people wear glasses? Um, it's similar to a hooded eye, right? Because what we want is to make sure that you are putting enough color on to uh, be able to see it when your eyes are open. Sometimes, and this is totally preference, sometimes it's just a matter of putting a little more on so that it's a little more visible behind those glasses, but that's your call. But the main thing, my favorite thing, is liner. And again, I don't go hard with liner on everybody. But especially with a good tight line, when she's got a frame of glasses around there, what you see is thick and full lashes. What you see is that and not so much the entire eye shape. Yes, ma'am, with the tiara. Okay, well this is another reason why you wanna do your eyeshadows first, okay? Maybe not if you're doing cream shadow, if you're doing a little Sabrina and Bubba, you're not gonna get a lot of fallout, but on all of my brides and clients, I'm always doing shadows first. Otherwise, you're gonna end up touching up her under eye and her foundation eight million times before you're finished. And um, it's time to wrap up, I think. Is that the cue? Okay, um, let's take one more question. The cream shadow, you really got to dig in there with your finger, um, really warm it up. Um, and then I still like to top it off with an actual powder shadow. It's another way to set it and keep it from creasing. Um, but the pigment, the great thing about the cream shadows is they're, they're, they're softer, so they're a little bit more wearable than a, and then a straight blue. We good? Time to, it's time? Cut off time. Okay. So uh, thank you so much. Um, we're going to go to the next class, but if you have questions, please find me on Insta and Facebook. I have cards if you want that, and write down your questions and ask me online because I would love to help you, okay? Thank you so much for coming. <laughs>